It's the toughest, most important job in the world. Four kids. If you want to know what it's like to have a fourth, just imagine you're drowning. And then someone hands you a baby. This is The Mom Show. It's where moms come to learn and share. Our host is Lindsay Ertz on KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Welcome on into The Mom Show today. Thank you for joining us. I'm excited to talk today about uh, this topic. I want to talk about uh, sort of creating a partnership marriage, if you will. And you might hear that term and think, okay, part- partnership, that sounds pretty like self-explanatory, right? Create a partnership marriage. That's what we all want. But it's not as simple as it sounds. And I know every relationship is different out there. Uh, but I want to share uh, really from a place of so often I see women and mothers in particular just bogged down and overwhelmed with all of the things that they're trying to do, whether it be working full time and then taking care of kids and then taking care of home and This is not to come at any men or say they're not doing enough, right? But it really is coming from a place of let's create partnership marriages so that no one is feeling more overwhelmed than another person, right? And I've Mm -hmm. experienced this personally, and uh, I know my guest has as well, so much so that she studied it (laughs) (laughs) and she created a, a model for how to create a partnership marriage. Please welcome Dr. Julie Hanks. Julie, thank you for being here. Oh, my pleasure. Okay, did I, would you agree with my assessment of how many mothers are feeling out there yes. in particular? Oh, I hear that all the time uh, on social media and in my practice. Yeah, women are overwhelmed. And what's happened is, is kind of a, a cultural phenomenon. Women have entered the workforce uh, in, in very high numbers, and men have not entered the home and family to the same degree. Interesting. Okay. And so it creates what's called um, Arlie Hothschild, I believe is her name. The second shift is what she named it. Okay. Um, so we're going to work full time, then we're coming home and we're full time moms. Shift, yeah, right. the second shift. Yep. And so a partnership family is a family where the parents uh, create and share all of the responsibilities. It's not just assumed these rigid roles of like the man's going to provide, the woman's going to do all the home and family because that's not how families are organized anymore. Right. And so it's really where there's a lot of sharing going on of, you know, different roles that used to be separate. Yeah. And again, I think this concept sounds pretty self-explanatory, like just split the tasks, right? But I know for my own marriage, I'm 10 years in now and I would say we're barely getting there yeah. with me feeling the the equity if you will and mm-hmm. i think it it really started to rear its head once we had children once mm-hmm. i became a mother you know i hadn't really sat down to identify the things that would be my job the things that would be his job and admittedly we just kind of fell to traditional gender roles because mm-hmm. that's how we were raised and it became a problem for me, <laughs> because <laughs> I was once severely overwhelmed and, you know, I started suffering after my first child was born with a, a mood disorder and that was 
you know, I was working full time and my husband was working full time at his job. And I just kind of felt like I was in this by myself, even though I had a partner. Mm -hmm. And he hates when I say that (laughs) because it makes him think he wasn't doing enough. And I don't fault him for any of this. I really do see it as sort of a cultural and societal problem. Right. But the research shows that he probably wasn't doing the same amount that you're doing. Sure. And even when two couples are both working full time, the research shows that the woman is doing the bulk of the family work. Yeah. And so he probably wasn't. And it's not that he's a bad guy. It's he hasn't been trained and taught that that's his responsibility. Yeah. And so when I say we finally are here 10 years later, I feel like one of the main cruxes of this is having him notice the things that I do that that doesn't that he wouldn't have noticed otherwise, mm-hmm. right? And sometimes I even like verbally point them out. Like, did you see what I just did there? Yeah, this has to be done and right. I'm doing it. Right, So we're talking with Dr. Julie Hanks. Uh, she's a therapist at Wasatch Family Therapy. She's also a professor at UVU mm-hmm. and studied this topic of uh, partnership uh, marriages. Uh, Julie, if you were going to say a step one to, to creating a partnership marriage, what does this look like? have a conversation that things are not working the way they're divided. Yeah. So first is just to bring the topic up. And yeah, that's the first. Yeah. <laughs> have a conversation. But that can be really hard to do. Oh, really hard to do. I have people message me all the time, like, how do you actually start this conversation? Yeah. What's your advice to that? Is to stay on your side of the court, which is, I feel I'm overwhelmed. Mm. What I need is, mm. it would mean a lot to me if... As opposed to, you I'm never, seeing, yeah, right. yeah, you never do this, you never help me with the kids. Yeah. Yeah. And, and initially, it's more work for the woman, generally. Um, it's emotional and mental labor to have the conversation and try and shift this. Because mm-hmm. women are the ones who are motivated to shift it. Because mm. it's mean, affecting them. Right. <laughs> right. Right. And it's it's affecting men generally less than it is women. So sure. women are often the ones that are initiating the conversation. Yeah. And that in and of itself is mental and emotional work. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. So I put this, I put a topic out on my Instagram a while ago about, um, you know, topics you want to hear from the mom show in 2020. And one of the main things that came back was just how do I balance all the things? Right. And one of the, the uh, one comment I got, really talked about where we both work full time because I can understand how I work part time. So some of the home, the children labor, I should say, not even Mm -hmm. necessarily the home labor, like the cleaning, the dishes, the cooking, stuff like that. But the the child rearing, that stuff falls sort of a little bit more to me because of the nature of our schedules. Mm -hmm. And I don't mind it right now because I feel very fulfilled in what I do at work. So it's fine right now. But when I was staying home full time, I was just beyond not loving that. Mm. I was just like, why is this all my job? Like these are our kids, but yet this feels like all my responsibility. Yeah. Yeah. You're not alone in that. (laughs) You're not alone in that. And I think women who, who work full time, uh, and have a partner who works full-time often feel alone in it as yeah, well. Yeah. Talking with Dr. Julie Hanks of Wasatch Family Therapy, uh, how to create partnership marriages. I don't know that I have the solution to this, but she does. <laughs> and so we're going to talk more about it when we come back on The Mom Show.
Back inside the Mom Show. Dads are welcome, but moms come here to be heard. We're with Lindsay Ertz on KSL News Radio. Welcome back into the Mom Show today. Thank you for joining us. Talking today about creating partnership marriages. And lest you think this isn't the marriage show, this is the Mom Show. <laughs> I really feel like in my own life, the um, the split between feeling this partnership in my marriage happened after we had children. Because up until we had children, it's just it's fine if I do the dishes and clean the house and it's fine if I, you know, make dinner. Like those are things that weren't really that cumbersome to me, but then you add children into the mix and not only am I taking care of the kids. Now I'm trying to do all those things on top of it. And it's just utterly overwhelming. Now that was 10 plus years ago. So I've gotten to a point now where I actually don't view those things as just my job Right. I've really had to take a step back from my relationship and kind of look at this as a whole picture and really look at it like, okay, we are in this together. What does this look like? So I've brought in someone who can help us create partnership marriages. Dr. Julie Hanks of Wasatch Family Therapy. Hi, Dr. Hanks. Hello. Uh, You studied this phenomenon in creating partnership marriages. So Give me an example, if you can, of some of the things you see uh, women specifically after they become mothers specifically mm-hmm. feeling overwhelmed with and how to resolve that within their relationships. Yeah. Well, I think uh, having that conversation we talked about and then taking inventory, like who is actually doing what mm. and who's in charge of what. And so uh, I recommend to couples to write things down. Yeah. And not just the take the baby to the doctor, but schedule the doctor. Think about scheduling the doctor's appointment, scheduling the doctor's appointment, taking the baby to the doctor's appointment, um, getting the prescriptions for the doctor. (laughs) Right. Write down what you're doing. Um, And there are probably things that your partner's doing that you're not aware of. And so that's good to know, too. I know, because I do try to think about my husband's like, he's trying to plan for retirement right now. And Mm -hmm. he's thinking about... So that's on his list, Yeah, that's his mental load, if you will. Right. Yeah. So so write down the things that you're in charge of and what you do each day. And each of you do that. And it's not... you don't want to get into like, well, I do more than you. Yeah. But it's really helpful to see it in black and white. Right. And to go, oh, wow, this really is out of balance. Yes. Um, I've even seen, we run in some, some of the same social media circles, mm-hmm. and I've seen some of the women in your groups like highlight in pink what she does and <laughs> highlight in blue what he does and the the disparity in that. And again, that's not to say men aren't doing enough. It is just to say like some of the things that they don't even realize that a wife might do. Right. Or a, right. Or a mother or might that do. Needs, that needs to be done because yeah. they didn't see it modeled. Most husbands right now had had traditional parents. Yeah. And so they don't have a model. So we're trying to shift the model. Sure. And we're in a transition period. And yeah. it's really hard. I do feel that. I feel caught in the middle mm-hmm. where I'm trying to show my daughter something different. But yes, my parents were very traditional and their parents even more so. Right. Yeah. So it's it's hard and it takes time and that's okay. But there are a lot of women out there suffering because they're they're not I- at least even in the process of trying to create a partnership. Yeah. Marriage. And that's really where this whole episode is coming from, that women are suffering. <laughs> like mm-hmm. women are having a hard time because 
they don't, they might not even realize some of the things I think that are cumbersome to them. Right. Or the things that they're tracking. Yeah. So it's helpful for you to write down what you do. Yeah. I remember I did this one time. I was feeling so overwhelmed and I wrote down everything that I was weighing on me that Mm -hmm. I had to do. Mm -hmm. And my husband was, he had no idea. Right. Right. (laughs) Right. Yeah. And so this, this brings up a, a really important point. Some of the pressure that we put that we feel is we put on ourselves. Sure. Yeah. Some of it is cultural expectations. Yeah. Some of it's necessity. Some. So it's really important to sort through that and recognize we don't have to do everything. Yeah. Some things will suffer if you're if you're a working parent. Yeah. And I think that's a, an important point to question all of that. Right. Mm-hmm. Why does dinner have to be on the table every night? Does it? Right. Like, could you have cold cereal? Right. Would anyone die? <laughs> like, right. Right. What are what's the like have tos? Yes. Versus the ideal image that right. you're trying to live up to. Yeah, because sometimes you're just operating out of that default. This is what you do mm-hmm. because good women, good mothers do this. Well, and a lot of women are motivated by guilt, so they feel guilty for being away from their family mm. during the workday. Sure. And so they come home and try to overcompensate uh, by. By creating this ideal image. And so we want to, you know, take responsibility for that and look at what can I let go of? Mm. And then it's what can I take off my plate and give to my partner? Yeah. Okay. So I want to kind of dive into what this looks like on the daily basis. And I'm trying to think of in my life, like what things that I have felt so overwhelmed with. I think there's a difference between where I am now, Mm -hmm. obviously, and 10 years ago when we first started having children, because I can remember I was working full time at the time. My husband was working full time and then I would get home before him and it was, you know, bathe the child and put the child to bed and, and just like kind of do all of these parental tasks. And I just found myself thinking like, why, why am I in charge of all this? Mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> that, Lindsay, that's the question that needs to be asked. Yeah. Is why is this my job? Right. Why, why are we both assuming this? Yeah. And I started early on in my marriage asking that question. We started off right after we got married. What, why are the thank you notes my job? Right. When we both got the gifts, right. we both invited people. Right. We, you know. Right. I can think specifically, too, of uh, my daughter turned four or sorry, turned five in October. And we threw three different birthday parties. <laughs> and uh, that was a mistake on my part. But. There was a friend's party, family party, and a different family party. So two family parties. Mm-hmm. We had, you know, two sides of the family. And I was I was one night sitting on Instagram on my stories being like, what if I just didn't make a cake for tomorrow? Like, what if I just didn't make a cake? Like, you made the cakes? Well, I'm, I, well, yeah, I, I just <laughs> bought a box, right? I bought a box and made the cake. And I was like, what if I just didn't do that? What if I didn't do it? Mm-hmm. There, there would be no cake at the party tomorrow. Then what? Okay, there's no cake. I'd probably have some comments like, where's the cake? Where's the cake? Where's the cake? But I can handle comments because it's not even the physically making of the cake. It's the fact that I was the default one who had to remember the cake. Right. 
right? I was the one who it was assumed that there would be cake and I would be the one getting the cake there. And there's nothing unique about being a woman and cake. Right. right? <laughs> right. <laughs> there are, you know, a couple of things that only women can do, like breastfeed and gestation. Sure. And other than that, it's pretty even. <laughs> right. There's nothing genderized about making a cake. Right. Right. Yeah. So I had a friend who um, every other year they had a friend party and every, on the off years they had a family party. Mm, I like that. And so we can change our expectations. Yeah. Like three birthday parties. You probably won't be able to keep that up forever. <laughs> no, that was a mistake on my part. <laughs> I'll fully admit that. Yeah, totally. Let's take a break. More with Dr. Julie Hanks of Wasatch Family Therapy on creating partnership marriages when we come back on The Mom Show. It's the toughest, most important job in the world. Four kids. If you want to know what it's like to have a fourth, just imagine you're drowning. And then someone hands you a baby. This is The Mom Show. It's where moms come to learn and share. Our host is Lindsay Ertz on KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Welcome back into the Mom Show today. Thank you for joining us. I'm joined today by Dr. Julie Hanks of Wasatch Family Therapy. Hi, Julie. How are you? I'm great. We're on a Julie basis, but I should probably call you Dr. Hanks. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We're talking today about creating partnership marriages. You are the expert on this because you literally studied this uh, in college and wrote your dissertation on it. And uh, we come at this from a perspective of so many women, I think, are overwhelmed and being swallowed just by the responsibilities of taking care of kids and or working and or not working, just taking care of kids full time. And I love the point that you made last segment. There's nothing inherently genderized about taking care of kids other than like breastfeeding and or gestation. Like, right. that's about it. Women right. can do that. And then everything else is kind of socialized. Right. Right? Yeah. And we've just gotten to this point where I think it's starting to shift, right? We sort of mm-hmm. made the point earlier that we're in this transition where our parents were pretty traditional. Their parents certainly were very traditional. And now women are starting to kind of break that mold. Mm-hmm. But we're still kind of climbing out of it. Yeah. And men want to be more engaged with their children than their fathers were with them. Yeah. So we're seeing a shift uh, but but honestly, who wants to do the housework? Like, no, nobody wants no to do wants housework. To do it, right. So yeah. it's like, if I could get out of it, I would. Yeah. And I do. You know, yeah. Whenever I can. <laughs> this is our house. We will do this together. Yeah. No, I've gotten to a point now, again, I'm 10 years into my marriage where my husband does most of the dishes. And I think... I think it's hard, too, when you have different expectations. Like, I can live in some filth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> not filth, but just clutter. Yeah. I live in a lot of clutter. He does not like the clutter. Mm. And so I notice him doing a lot more in that regard because, for me, I'm just like, I don't. it doesn't bother me. Mm-hmm. So when you have that dichotomy of expectations, that's kind of hard to create partnership to get the other person to notice. Yeah, but but what you're bringing up is, is really good because that's where you start is what do what is important to each of the parties and they should be in charge of that area. Yes. So I love doing that. If he cares about the clutter, then he's the clutter picker upper. Yeah. And whatever you, if you care more about the food and having nutritious food, then you do that. Yeah. So you can start out by like, okay, what do you care about? What do you want to do? 
I love that because I don't think a lot of people probably sat down and decided which roles they were going to have and responsibilities mm-hmm. within the home. It kind of just fell naturally to traditional gender roles. Maybe yeah. I'm just speaking for myself. That happened to no, me. No, the research shows that. Yeah. Okay. So that that's a thing. And then once it becomes overwhelming, that's when one partner maybe starts to check back in and say, hey, I'm handling a lot here. I need some help in this area. Mm-hmm. But I love coming at it from that perspective of, okay, what things do you not mind doing? Like, I don't mind getting dinner on the table and the planning and the shopping because that's the way my brain works. I already know exactly what's in our fridge because my brain has just been conditioned to to keep a running grocery list in my head. And so I don't mind doing that. I like I kind of like the organization of it. Right. So it's not cumbersome to me to take all those things on. Sometimes I want credit for it because I'm like, look at all I'm you want doing. To be appreciated. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I want to be seen for yeah. what I'm doing. But um, but that's a task I don't mind. But again, I just I I think it's really important to sit down and kind of do it from that perspective of, OK, I'll handle the laundry because I don't mind doing the laundry. Right. And I'll do this because I don't mind doing this. Yeah. And then you divide up the tasks you both don't like. Right. As opposed exactly. to, you know, just you're always in charge of this, that and the other. Yeah. yeah. And in my uh, in my marriage, we we kind of have zones that we are stewards over. Mm. So my husband is over food. He's over uh, laundry. Our kids do their own, but he tends to take the lead with laundry and finances. He's a CPA. Yeah. Same (laughs) as mine. Yeah. So we have, so I tend to uh, have zones of like kids activities. Sure. Um, I do more because I have flexible jobs. Yeah. I, I'm more available to do that. Sure. I tend to do more of the, the school, like follow up with the school stuff, things right. like that. Right. Um, I oversee the cleaning of the house. We I don't actually clean it, but I oversee, right. I hire the cleaners <laughs> to come, you know. <laughs> you can oversee that. And my and our kids have their their daily and weekly chores that yeah. they do. Which you manage their that yeah, schedule. So, yeah. So making sure that they practice things like that. Yeah. So we kind of have zones that we are in charge of and that seems to work for us. It's taken a long time yeah. to get there and many, many conversations about yeah. okay, why is this my job? Right. What are you gonna take on? Right, right. <laughs> you know, we're both working I should not have the second shift. Right. Right. Yeah. I can totally see how that would be really overwhelming. Um, Okay. So talk to me, Julie, about what else you recommend for, you see a lot of women in your therapy practice and they come to you and they seem overwhelmed and they seem bogged down and, and they have partners at home. And again, that's not to say that men aren't doing enough. Right. But I, I really don't fault them for, for not being conditioned to take care of more of home stuff because mm-hmm. I know one, so many of them are. And, and two, it's just kind of a cultural and societal thing that happened, you know, in the generations and that's right. fine. It happened. Now what are we going to do about it? Right. 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 So we talked about having the conversations. We talked about taking an inventory of what, who is actually doing what and in charge of what. Mm-hmm. And is that, is it, is it equitable based on kind of the other responsibilities responsibilities you have with work, commitments, and those kind of things? Right. So um, the goal is not to be 50-50. I mean, that's 
you know, it's, does everybody feel like they're contributing? They're not over contributing. Yes. And the other person is a partner in the relationship. Yes. There's a really great book I want to recommend called Fair Play. And they have uh, a deck of cards that you can download, cut out, and then you actually, there's a whole program. So I recommend getting the book, not just getting the cards. Yeah. But what she found is if, if men hold 21 of the cards, which means they're in charge of conception, planning, and implementing, um, if they have 21, then the marriage is usually happy. Okay. <laughs> That's not even close to half. Right. But 21. But it's interesting that there was this this number that kept coming up. Yeah. Um, so I highly recommend that book. Yeah. My husband and I dealt our cards and he had more than 21. So I was like, okay, that's probably why I'm pretty happy with how yeah. things are going. Yeah, I bet my husband has more than 21 because <laughs> I just expect it. It's yeah. just the way we where we've gotten to, right? Where it's not a, I'm going to praise you, although I do show appreciation. Right. Which is different than, you know, think it's more of a, I see you as opposed to, Thanks for taking on my task because right. so you you're, bring so, up you're a, so helpful. You bring up a good point. Our language needs to shift. Yeah. So we don't use help. The word help. Will you help me with the dishes or right. will you help me with the laundry? It's it's a family. It's our, right? right. So I say thank you for helping our family mm. by cleaning the dishes. Mm-hmm. Thank you for helping. So it's our instead yeah. of my house, my kitchen, right. my food, my, you know. Right. So using our is really good and not using help. Yeah. Yeah. Will you help me with the kids tonight? Right. Nope. They're nope. just your kids. <laughs> You're just going to parent. <laughs> They're just your kids. Mm-hmm. And that's what you do. We're talking with Dr. Julie Hanks of Wasatch Family Therapy. We'll take a break. More on The Mom Show when we come back. Back inside The Mom Show. Dads are welcome, but moms come here to be heard. We're with Lindsay Ertz on KSL News Radio. Welcome back into the Mom Show today. Thank you for joining us. Talking with Dr. Julie Hanks of Wasatch Family Therapy, who who did her uh, dissertation on creating partnership families and marriages. Dr. Hanks, thank you for being here. My pleasure. Okay, so uh, we've been talking all about uh, creating a partnership marriage, which can be really tricky. It's not as easy as it sounds. I'm 10 years in and I'm still working on this. It's a process for sure. It really is. Um, But one of the things, you've always been like a mentor to me, Dr. Hanks, Julie, whether you know it or not. And and just being able to... um, Go to someone like you who's who's forged a path before me. <laughs> but one of the things you always share with me is that I need to build in more support. Yes. Uh, especially around uh, kid tasks and managing, you know, just I just manage kids emotions all day long, which I know I'm not supposed to do. But you're just trying to mitigate meltdowns. And right. it just gets <laughs> really taxing. Yeah. 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 That's a full time job in and of itself. Right. Let alone the house stuff you're trying to take on, the work stuff you're trying to do, the career aspirations you have that you never feel like you have time to get to because yeah. you're just managing kids and working. You know? Right. Right. So talk to me about building and support and what that needs to look like. That's part of advocating for yourself Mm. is asking, what do I need? And if you're like, I never, I don't have enough time to do X, Y, and Z, build it in, get the support, ask your childcare provider to stay an extra hour, Um, create a space in your home where you can work. A lot of men have offices. Very few women have offices. Mm. 
why? Why? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like if you're both working, like, yeah. so claim a room as your office right. or a space as your office. So building in support is really important. Most working families that I know of are under supported. Yes. They're doing more work than two people can actually handle, which is why one or both of them are feeling overwhelmed. Yes. Then you add in church service, you add in, you know, taking care of aging parents, you add in all the other things that families are doing. Yeah. And it's overwhelming. So building in support. And that might be um, hiring the 14-year-old next door every Friday for date night. Yes. It might be um, saying to your spouse, you know, this, I'm taking every Tuesday and doing a class that I wanted to take. Right. Whatever... It is. Build it in. Yes. So you're not every day going, who's going to watch the kids or who's going to do this? Or, right. You know, who's right. going to get clean if you can afford it. And I know a lot of people can't, but right. if you can get someone to help clean your house or trade, yeah. trade childcare with someone else. Yeah. There's just a lot of creative ways to build in support. And I wish we had more of those supports just naturally in our society. Oh, I don't I feel like we do. And I feel like sometimes I'm walking around with cement blocks on my legs, like trying mm-hmm. to get this all done. <laughs> I've, I've often said that if men were in charge of taking care of children, we, every workplace would have childcare overnight. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it feels that way. You know? Right. Because it, we, you know, we we don't have built-in childcare in no. the workplaces. We don't even have mandatory you know, uh, maternity and paternity right. leave. Right. So, yeah, we we have policies that don't necessarily help families with two working parents. Yeah, there are other countries that are doing a lot better, and that's a whole other conversation in and of yeah. itself. But yeah. in terms of creating a partnership marriage, I don't really feel feel like I found. I don't know if joy is the right emotion I'm looking for, but just just contentment in mm-hmm. my with my life until I had that support built in. I yeah. found when I started uh, the consistent shift here at KSL News Radio, I found the person to come to my house every single day to take care of my kids, and I just kind of put some of these systems in place mm-hmm. to help support me in what I wanted to do. And I just, that is a game changer when it comes to feeling like the contentment in my life. I have the schedule set up the way that I wanted to, and I have the childcare set up the way I want it to. And it just, it just frees up so much capacity for me to give to my spouse, right. And mm-hmm. be willing to take on more because I'm not resentful and overwhelmed and doing more than I should be. And and those that support is so important. It is, it, and it's important. It's important for both partners, right? Everybody needs t- support and downtime and time to do fun things and uh, you know couple time and friend time and it's hard to manage all of that. Yeah, but building in support is so huge. And I can tell you, it takes three adults to run our house. Oh, it takes three adults. <laughs> I have childcare, me and my husband, and sometimes my mother-in-law. Yeah, and it takes all four of us at times. Well, and he, you bring up a really good point that um, that hasn't always been the case. Yeah. That it's just been an, a, a nuclear family in a house by themselves. Right. We used to live in with in family communities and different, several generations in one home or. In a homestead. Yes. And so we are very isolated compared to how 
um, previous generations have been. Yeah. And so I think that that makes it really hard. This is the first time where there's a, you know, a mom or a dad alone with kids in a house. Right. I always, I should ask my mom this, but I wonder, I just never saw her struggle the way I seem to struggle in motherhood. (laughs) I never saw her having a hard time. It was always just kind of her life's purpose and mission and work. Mm -hmm. And I just sort of feel like, man, I am just slogging through this. Did she... Was she employed? She didn't work full time outside the home. And mm-hmm. that was another thing. I think that she just always wanted to do that. Mm-hmm. And so where I didn't, I sort of felt that dissonance. Yeah. Right. Of of wanting other things outside of home and family. Right. Which, again, is another conversation. And, feel, and feeling bad about wanting those things. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So talking with Dr. Julie Hanks of Wasatch Family Therapy. Julie, we got to wrap up here. But any final thoughts on creating a partnership marriage that you see women struggling with specifically? Mm, um, difficulty with how to approach the conversation. Yeah. And I think that's kind of the main barrier. It's like you, this is an ongoing conversation as your kids evolve, as your health changes, as their health changes, as their activity levels change. It's an evolving conversation. So it's not a one-time thing. Yeah. I mean, it. I've been married for almost, what, 31 years um, next month. And and it's been an evolving conversation that's always changing. It's always in flux. And just open the conversation and then keep it going. Yes, I like that. Dr. Hanks, thank you for joining us today on The Mom Show. Thank you, Lindsay. We'll be back next week.